Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music or at www.podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to Jennifer11590 for telling us that she's crying. (laughs) What a weird sentence, guys. Okay. Her review read, these ladies are the bomb diggity. I suffer from depression and they always pick me up. I just listened to season four, episode four, and I think I just died in a good way. Oh my goodness. Please do this type of episode again. So funny. Love them. Thanks, Jennifer. What, what, I wonder what episode she's talking about. That was when we called people. Oh, we Phone do calls. have to do that again. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and then we were pretending to be other people and have accents. That was very good. My, my, my most favorite part of that episode, though, was when you pretended to be me. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Also, I have a question about that episode. I got an email from somebody saying, hey, not trying to be a pain in the butt or anything, but you called me that day and said you were going to give us shirts and I haven't gotten mine. I was just checking <gasps> with you. And I was like, okay, I send them to me because we I've, I've sent them everyone that I had out. So if I miss one, send it to me. I will get it out ASAP. Okay. Okay. So I thought it was have... my bad because no. I haven't no. sent a dang no. thing. No, I, I've gotten them all out. So I've just I, I missed. We one. must have missed just okay. one well that's good so we are on top of it i, th- I knew that i'm your host meredith masony <laughs> and i'm your host tiffany jenkins this podcast will discuss all things marriage motherhood and everything in between please remember we're not professionals at anything you may actually need so any advice we give you you can take or leave because it might be crap on today's episode of take it or leave it we're going to talk Uh, about parents' struggles to keep kids out of the emergency room during quarantine. Amy Schumer on the moment she realized the funny problem with her son's name and the fact that more than half of U.S. states are going to uh, begin reopening at the end of the week. Really? What? Is that true? Yeah. We're going to talk about it and and our feelings on it. So today, wait, so are we still having Molly say what's up? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yes. I thought you said we weren't doing a mom fail. No, 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 no. Today, we're we're going to just change the mom fail to a mom win. So I'll deliver it same as normal. I'm just going to talk about something exciting that happened last night. I'm going to deliver you okay. from evil is what I'm going to do. <laughs> today, we have Molly from Iowa opening things up for us. Be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open the show for us. Hi, this is Molly from Iowa. I am the mother of two children that are eight and nine years old. Um, let's open the show with a mom film moment. We're all here because we've all struggled as moms, and anyone who says they haven't is obviously a big old lie beggar. Thanks, Molly. And thank you, Molly, for opening the show for us. So, so my son and I have been doing P90X. So P90X <gasps> is a DVD program um, that is instructed by Tony Horton. And Tony Horton is like a fitness guru guy or whatever. And my son has like, he is enamored by Tony Horton, completely enamored by Tony Horton. And so... I, I think I talked about this before. I wanted to get, buy him a cameo to have Tony Horton give him a shout out or whatever, but it was like like a hundred and a hundred and ninety dollars or a hundred and nine dollars or something something that I could not afford, right? And I was like, 
sorry, dude. Like I, for his birthday last month, I was like, I wanted to get you a cameo, but it was expensive. So I started following Tony Horton on Facebook and, um, I, I would, I, last night I showed my son, I said, Hey, look, Tony Horton's live right now. And I gave him the, my phone and I said, say hi to Tony Horton. See if he says hi back. And he says, he's not going to talk to me. I said, just tell him that you and your mom are doing P90X together and maybe he'll say hi. So Matias is holding the phone and he, and he types it in. And then Tony Horton's like, Hey, Meredith, cause he's, it's my profile, right? So he's like, hey, I'm so glad you and your mom are doing P90X together, you know. And so Matias just smiled ear to ear, just this big old grin. He's like, I can't believe he talked to us. You know, he got so excited. And so I was like, isn't it so cool that somebody who you, you've been looking up to and that you've been doing these exercise DVDs, like he's a real person, he's sitting in his home gym uh, and he's talking to you, like, isn't that the coolest thing ever? And so... It was just one of those moments where it had really like social media had come like so full circle for me that I got to like watch my kid interact with this guy who he's just like, like such a big fan of and he reached out and responded to him. And so I tagged it on Instagram. I don't know that Tony Horton's going to reply to it, whatever, but I just said to like Tony Horton on Instagram, I was like, thanks for making my kids night. Like it was a big deal for him. And I hope you know that what you do does make a difference to, you know, cause obviously he's, he's done all these workout programs or whatever. And P90X is like 12, 15 years old or whatever. But, um, the fact that he and I have been doing it together has been really great during this time. And now the fact that he's connected with somebody who means something to him was a big deal for me. And it felt like this big win. And then it was really sweet because then Dave said to him, you know how excited you got when Tony Horton spoke to you? He goes, some people feel that way when their mom talks to them online. Aww. And Matias goes, really? And I was like, oh, that was really sweet the way you said that. You know, like it was a sweet thing. And and so I hope people do know that when we are in our lives and we're talking to them, like we're, we're, we appreciate you. We so appreciate the support that you give to us, whether it's here on the podcast or when we're, you know, doing our lives or our videos, like it really means a lot to us that you guys show up for us. So we always want to show up for you, you know? And it was just a really great, like it, it just, it made my night last night. Like it just made me so happy that that was able to happen. And so I really do love Facebook. You know, yeah, I love it. I love that it does that for people and it connects people like that. So my, that's awesome. My, my gosh, good moment. for you for doing P90X. <laughs> Holy cow. We have been, we really have been enjoying. I mean, I curse a lot at Tony Horton. It's, it's intense, dude. It is an intense workout. It good is for you. I did T25 by Sean T. Yeah. Which he's part of Beachbody. I think it's the same family, yep. but anyway. Yep. I love that. And I will get him that cameo. No, do not get him that cameo. I thought it was just, it was, it literally was like an aha moment inside of a really good feeling mom moment. And it was great. It was just great. And it was one of those things where I genuinely was like, this is why I love Facebook. This is, this is right here is why I love Facebook because it truly connects people and gives us the ability to spend time together. You know, it's unbelievable. It really is. It really is. And I, 
Um, yeah, Charity is in here. I'd tell him off too. I do curse at Tony Horton every day when we work out, but obviously in a loving way. Well, one of the things too that I realized is not only is it exciting, you know, we were talking about connecting with someone you, you normally wouldn't. I said, you know, as a kid, I could never connect with someone I saw on TV or anything like that. Now you have access to it. But the yeah. other side of it, Meredith, you've done several lives where there was no one to comment to, right? When you first yep. started. I mean, you're, you're when you first started five years ago, mm-hmm. you would do a live and there'd be one or two people in there and they'd go away and she would just keep talking. And then... <laughs> Loser. <laughs> I would pretend people were in there and make up names. <laughs> Not kidding. You're like, oh, Becky, you're so funny. Thank I did. You, so, you look no, beautiful but, too. But I did. The, the point is that there is value for both people. Right there on on both sides of that glass, there's value there, not just for the person getting their their name read, but for the person on the other side talking to them. There's a lot of value, tremendous value. I just it's just one of the big reasons that I always feel like my home, my first home and my forever home will be Facebook. You know, there are tons of there are tons of social media platforms out there, but never nothing has ever felt like home like Facebook. And this is Facebook is not sponsoring this, by the way, although you can if you call. Uh, But but in in all honesty and reality, like I feel like that's where that's where the moms are, man. And we are here for the moms. So. All right. Hey, Tammy, I'm going to address this because I saw this comment. Why it sounds like you guys are talking so fast when they listen to the podcast. Most (laughs) most podcast players have a speed setting. And I'm saying this because we got several messages about them talking so fast. And when I asked someone to check their speed settings, they were on fast forward. So you can listen to your podcast on fast forward so that you can get them done quicker. So just check your speed settings on your playback in your podcast app or whatever you're using. I also feel like people are probably thinking that they have some sort of a neurological disorder if they're listening to us on fast forward and then they're Googling their symptoms. And it's like, I hear fast forward sometimes and I'm not sure why. And that's really, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just a setting on the podcast. I hope that doesn't happen too much. I've probably gotten a handful of messages. um, And the first one was a review talking about these, these ladies are such speed talkers. I can't listen to them. And I was like, and I'm trying to, that. and I was listening to the episode. I was like, I, I, don't, I know they do talk a little quick, but no. Um, and then I, someone emailed and I, I messaged with them and there, and we found the setting. Did you respond to that lady? I yes. can't in the reviews, but in the emails. Yeah. Yeah. He has emailed oh, people. Thank you. You can't Tammy. respond to the reviews. That's Nuh-uh. too bad. No, could you imagine if if we if we were able to take the gloves off in the review section for uh, various oh. things? Uh, uh-uh. I got it. I I had to stop myself the other day. I had to uh, stop on where uh, in Facebook Messenger. Somebody just kept sending message after message after message, and I'm like, I, so I replied with, "Think about how much time you just spent re- messaging me to tell me how much you dislike me." And then think about what you could have done with that time that would have actually made you happy. Screenshot that and put it on Instagram. I said, take that time that you just spent to come and trash me in a Facebook message and go find like quilt, you know, maybe make candles, paint something, you know, pierce your nipples. I don't know anything that will make you happy. Because clearly, you've just binged 97 of my videos and then told me 
detail by detail how awful I am as a human being. But you could have taken a a a, a pottery course. You know, a master class in in medieval literature. I don't know. Not being a douche. Okay. You know, those two. But Why anyway. don't you shut your messenger off? I have tried. Dave makes me leave that on um, for, okay. for a couple of reasons, and he's right. The thing is, is 99% of them are really good messages, and I go in, and I like replying, and I like talking to people. But then you get that one that just sucks you down the rabbit hole for a day. But um, I, I, I will turn them off sporadically when some, either like something happens, like a a viral video or something, and you have to shut them off because you get so many. But you know, I leave them on because I just I just like talking to people. I keep it off because I feel like if somebody wants to reach out to me then they can go to the extra steps of sending an email. And chances mm-hmm. are, if you're like really pissed off of, at somebody, you're not going to go thing. through all of those steps. You're just going to be like, and unfollow. You know what I mean? That's I a get a million idea. amazing emails, but every now and then I get a mean one. But I can't imagine if somebody was able to just hit a button and tell me exactly what they thought of me, I would not mentally be able to handle that. I, I, I see the emails when they come in first before she gets them. And the ones that that decide to take it to the email, they're ready to go, and they're ready. To, really? Yeah. They're bit. They, remember the one two weeks ago that ruined my whole day? I didn't even do anything, and it ruined my day. Yeah. Aww. Do you want to talk about what she said or no? No. Okay. Um. Yes, I am cool. wearing. I am wearing what I wore yesterday. We have people who've recognized it. <laughs> I am. Wearing- I. Are you? I mean, you got to tell me at some point because now I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> what this host said did she say it about meredith uh, and it just affected you that much yeah yeah oh you love her i i have i don't have any qualms talking about it do you want me to say it real no quick? i don't want to make anybody uncomfortable huh? or shift the mood i'm just no nosy. it was just it was and she was comparing me to to tiffany right in that email? Oh, yeah. shit. So she basically said that um, she felt that we were not generous enough people and that we don't give back and we don't give to charities. And she said, you should look at your friend Tiffany, who does things for others all the time, and she's very selfless and you're very selfish. And um, I was like, well... It didn't really bother me. Um, it really bothered Dave. It didn't really bother me because I was like, we don't talk about charitable giving. We don't talk about the things. Because I know that you have attached various charities to things that you do. And I completely support that and support you. And there have been times where we have said, like, we're donating to autism awareness or we're donating to whatever. But a lot of the charitable giving that we do, we're not, it's not, we're just, we're not talking about it, but things are happening, right? Like we're doing various things. Um, and it was so funny because it was the day before we were getting ready to launch our grocery store giveaway. So it, it kind of made me laugh because I was like, well, we're getting ready to give away two $150 Walmart gift cards for groceries every Friday in the month of May. So it's like we, you know, and, and all you have to do to get the grocery store gift card is enter your email. There's literally nothing else. It's just put your email in and we're going to um, randomly select two winners. And every Friday in the month of May, we're giving away. $300 in grocery store gift cards. So, but here's the thing, like you don't know what people are doing 
when the camera is off. And you also don't know what, like the things that we're doing that we don't want to share about, right? Like there, there have been plenty of times where people have, have, you know, messaged me and it's crushed my heart and soul. And I've looked at Dave and been like, what can we do for this person? How can we help? I don't talk about that here. I don't talk about the, the, the giving, the charitable giving that we do, um, because it's number one, it's nobody else's business. It's between the person and I, and number two, there's, I just feel like there's a place and time and, and it's not, you know, and I think Dave was just, Dave wanted to be, Dave was upset because I think it hurt his feelings. That didn't really hurt my feelings because I was like, we know what we do and we know that we do what we can. And there's, and I, you know, like I'll, I'll give you the shirt off my back. You probably don't want it. I've been wearing it for five days, but you know, like it's that it, you don't, people don't know. They make assumptions and that's it. And then they Whoever assume this it. is must be either a supporter or a Patreon of mine, because those are the only places that I talk about giving back. Um, I donate proceeds from supporters and I donate in Patreon, but I don't usually talk about it on my main page. So whoever this is, is, comparing us based on something that I do kind of like in a private area. Right. And the other, and the other thing too, is I've, I chose not to do Facebook supporters and Patreon for a a specific reason. Um, because we have another community, uh, called hot mess express that's off platform where we do some other things and we do talk about those things, but it's just a different vein, right? Like it's, it's pretty much Facebook supporters, right? But it's off platform it's off of it's on Facebook, but in a, in a different group. Right. Right. And so it's like you, and here's the thing, like you want to compare me to Tiffany all day, like go ahead, but we're two completely different people. But so dude, don't, that's, you know, that's what made. Okay. So now, now I'm mad. So what I want to say is that we are two completely different people and it's like comparing apples and oranges. And I think that's what makes us work so well together. You have a viewpoint and I have a viewpoint. I'm sure there are people out there who are like, I wish you wouldn't beat around the bush so much. I wish you would be more direct like Meredith. I wish you would be more, you know, oh my God. Anyway, so I I don't want people to compare us because we are two completely different people with two completely different like belief systems and stuff like that. I play it safe. I'm sure that if I spoke openly and honestly about my beliefs and my thoughts. Pull your microphone up. There you go. Okay. There you go. Perfect. I'm sure that if I spoke openly and honestly about my beliefs and my thoughts, I would lose a lot of people, but I keep it really safe so that I can include everybody. Whereas you bravely share your truth and your thoughts on any given subject. And of course it steers people away, but it also makes people gravitate towards you because of your honesty. And so they can't compare me to you because what they hear from me is, you know, a light watered down sugar coated version of how I feel most of the time when it comes to certain subjects. I just think it's, it's people's natural instinct to compare, right? Like, cause we compare a lot of things in life, but if you truly, uh, follow our pages separately and together, like with the podcast and other things that we do, you would know that the two of us uh, are, are very different. And I think that that complements 
when we come together for some type of a, a, a collaboration. And I love that about us that, you know, I think that's what makes us such great friends is that we are so different. And I appreciate your, the things that are different about you. I appreciate all of those things. You know, what's interesting. It's it, it, every kid wants to be, every little boy wants to be a major league baseball player or NFL player, or whatever, a professional athlete. Right. And you talk to professional athletes and they talk about how some of them talk about how the the joy of childhood playing is gone because now it's a job and you have to train six hours a day and play another three hours that day. And and some of the fun goes out of it because it's work. And when I learned this, when we tried to relaunch the family vlog, Mm. so you guys, the two of you, you go live every day or you're creating a video to put out every week or something like that. And it's, and it's very consistent. So you're always doing this. It's not just kind of like, Oh, I feel like it today. Six months later, you feel like it again. So you've taken what a lot of people do for fun and it's a job. You have to, I mean, she goes live every day at one o'clock. All right. It's not always convenient, but it's something that she's committed to doing and, and does. I mean, I lasted about two weeks in doing a family vlog and I was like, I'm done. I'm out. I can't do it. I can't do it. Because I looked at him and I said, if you want to do a family vlog and you're so dead set on doing it, you're in charge of it. You shoot it. You produce it. You edit it. We have two weeks worth of family vlogs. Uh, no, wait, and wait, wait. F- we did four episodes. Four episodes. And it fell off the face of the earth. And I didn't say anything about it. And I didn't talk about it because I know how much work that is. And I was like, you know, and I said to him, I can't bring it onto my plate. I I have other things. So, and, and I think it is, it's tough because we are in the fishbowl, right? We are inside the glass and, and, um, people can have tons of opinions. But, um, what I can tell you is that the entire reason that I started this and not to speak for you, Tiffany, but I believe the reason that you started this was to be inclusive of people and share a journey and let everybody know you're not alone. We're in this together and we're here to be a support to you in your journey through motherhood, um, through, through, uh, marriage, through finding out who you are and, that has not changed for me from day one to day, whatever the hell we're on. 90. No, 90,000. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry that I brought it up. Now it's awkward. I thought they were just talking crap about you. I didn't know I was even involved. And now <laughs> you're not involved in this. You're not, nothing you did is, and that's why I said none of this bothered me because I you know it's not true. Well, not only that, but it's like, I'm proud of you for the things that you do. I'm proud of you for, for giving back and going to the jail and talking to inmates about how they can turn their life around. And and the fact that you are such a glowing example of the fact that you can find, um, a a new, a new path and a new, and a new life and an amazing life. It's, I, you know, I'm in recovery. So those things kind of go hand in hand. I was given a bunch of advice and wisdom for free. So I just give back, you know, what do they expect you to do? Go to people's houses and like hold their babies. Right. But but I feel like part of what I do each and every day (laughs) is like, I'm trying to, by sharing my journey of what I'm going through, part of that is giving back because I feel like 
Like this is this is part of this is what I can offer. The other well, and part, and that's that, that's where I was getting to with how now it's a it's a job, right? And you do this every day. That that's a lot. That's a. I don't think people recognize, you know, what a huge commitment that is. Even the podcast, right? Getting together every single week, doing this. It's it's a big commitment. So a lot of respect to both of you. Oh, yeah. And that's the whole thing. And that's why I feel like it's not going to none of that. We have received so much love that those things it's like, go ahead. You have you have a complaint. File it with HR. That's cool. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm just like because we do. We get so much love. We get so much yeah. love. So and we appreciate all of you. So enough is enough is enough on spending time uh, on that. Let's move on to. Well, thank you for sharing. Is it, hey, can if I go pee, will you still hear it? Like, can yeah, I still talk to you? I was going to quickly share. I, I'm not sure if you're watching the feed live, but this is this is where all the complaints go. For that, Those are the HR complaints that have come in. For those of you that are live in here, you can see it right now. Are you filming the shredder box? Yeah, we have a box full of shredded papers. <laughs> Dave, you're such a dork. <laughs> You need to take your headset off if you're going to go pee. But why? Why can't we just keep talking? Well, yeah, let's not Because do that. I think we're going to be able to hear you urinate. I don't think I, we're there that, yet. I feel like it'll bring us closer. Yeah. I'm here, by the way. If you want to do that, right. I think our listeners no. would love to hear you urinate. You know what? You two talk. I'm I'm really healthy now, and I drink a lot of water, and so I just have to go drain the lizard. Oh but my. you guys talk to each other. I'll be right back. Five seconds. One, two, three, I'm four, five. Sorry for being such a terrible co Wow. Well, that's not awkward at all. No. Um, well, so why don't we talk about the grocery giveaway right now then? Okay. Give everyone. So, so the grocery store giveaway is every Friday uh, in the month of May, which means there are 10 gift cards to give away. It's very easy to enter. You can text the word grocery giveaway, G-R-O-C-E-R-Y-G-I-V-E-A-W-A-Y, one word, no spaces, to the phone number 44222 or you can go to www.thatsinappropriate.com and there's an email bar at the top and you can click into that and, and, and type in your email. You only have to do it once a week. Uh, and then if you don't win, you can enter in the following three weeks each week. Uh, but I will give away the names to the end. And it's an electronic gift card, which means we're going to email you with the Walmart gift card and you can use it either online or in store. I'm back. That was pretty quick. Did you wash your hands? Yeah. No. <laughs> you know what? I am. It was for the betterment of the podcast. Do you guys wash your hands in your own house? Yeah. Do you guys wash your hands in your own house? Yes. Every time you pee, you wash your hands in your own house. Yep. Yes. Same. Same. Me too. Okay. All right, Tiff, why don't you get us rolled into parenting news? But don't trust Brian when he says he does. Oh, Brian. My Brian <laughs> never, enough. he never washes his hands. Okay. Um, what's up, everyone? Today's trending parenting news is brought to you by Meredith Masony. Oh. Meredith, before you tell us all about you, why do kangaroos hate rainy days? Why? <laughs> Because their kids have to play inside. Oh, because they're in a pouch. Because they okay. carry them in their pouch. 
<laughs> so they play in the pouch? I guess. Which is kind of gross. It's another terrible Oh my joke. God, everybody's yelling at me. What? Tammy, you are such a Judge Judy. What I happened? Swear. That was quick. Because, you need to wash your hands wash for hands 20 for seconds. A, B, C, D, E. You have to sing your ABCs or happy birthday. I love wash. Hey, I wash my hands. I've got beautiful Miss Myers hand soap in every single bathroom. I've got sanitizer in every single bathroom. Uh, but no, I definitely don't uh, wash my hands every single time I pee because I don't wipe. So. We know so much about your bathroom business right now. I'm just kidding. I do wipe. I'm just kidding, guys. Yeah, she's, I, and she's I wash a, my hands every time, and I steam clean them. I put them in the dishwasher. What is the? What is it? You um drip dry? No, I air dry. Yeah, I just shake it. <laughs> shake it off. I do a handstand back out to the living room. Oh, that's what I thought. Let it air dry. Yeah, I thought maybe you did like a Simone Biles like backflip off the toilet or something, <laughs> and it just like... <laughs> It just like air dries the fluffer down there. Nice, yeah. nice, fluffer. nice. Okay. The fluffer. All right. Well, if you if you are interested, I'm just saying my immune system's on point. Okay. Go ahead. You can find um, some snark teas that are uh, inspired by things I say out of my mouth hole at www.bonfire.com forward slash store forward slash Meredith Masony. We do have a brand new line of t-shirts um, called Things Mom Say. And um, I, if you need a snarky t-shirt, you know where to find it. So let's go ahead and get started. In Yay. today's trending news, um, the title of the article that I read was Get Down From There. Parents struggle to keep cooped up kids out of the emergency room. Uh, stuck inside during the coronavirus lockdown, five-year-old Kian um, was entertaining himself by dancing around his Texas home a few weeks ago when he fell and hit his head on a door hinge. In normal circumstances, it was the type of injury that would likely merit a trip to the emergency room. Blood was gushing out of his scalp. But with the hospital's ER team, uh, ERs teeming with coronavirus patients, Kiana's father, Dr. Christian Assad, was not sure he wanted to go and risk exposing his family, which included a newborn, to the virus. So Assad, an interventionalist, interventional cardiologist, weighed his options. After examining his son, he decided he would rather handle the injury himself. Despite the fact that he had not treated a head wound in about seven years in the emergency department, he figured, we can do this. He then informed his wife, who was panicking at the sight of blood, that she needed to help close the head wound. She said, I really wasn't expecting to hear that. She looked at me like I was crazy, Assad said, and then we completed the um, uh, closing up the head wound by using a derma bond, which is basically like super glue for skin. If you've ever cut yourself and uh, sometimes they won't stitch you up. They just use this like, it's like super glue. Um, but I was reading this article and there are story after story after story of parents who um, were like really freaking out about taking their kids to the emergency room. And I was thinking to myself, this really is the first time where I have been panicked when my kid got hurt that I didn't want to take him to a doctor or an emergency room. And it has happened. We've had two injuries that I would have taken my kid to the doctor for that we chose not to. I don't know if you guys have had any injuries. I mean, I don't know. No, not okay. yet. All right. But I am a huge fan of 
going to the emergency room. <laughs> and so this has been really tough for me. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of going to the emergency room and any and all tests that they can give me. Huge fan. Yes. I like the CT scans, the MRIs. Give me Love a them. full body tube. Uh, I just want you to scan me and let me know I'm fine. Can't get enough. Yeah. And so it's it's been very trying for me. I've had to live with whatever life-threatening self-diagnosed illnesses I have. I haven't been able to get a second opinion about it, which is hard. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. But my mother-in-law is a nurse practitioner, and she has been informing me of what's going on in the hospital. And apparently, because of all of the coronavirus patients and because they have been stopping elective surgery, yeah. um, the rest of the hospital is dead and they're cutting off workers because they don't, they can't employ them. They don't right. have the funds because people have stopped coming into the emergency. Right. And so I, you know, I think I'm going to take one for the team next time I, I have a stomach pain and just keep, you know, go in there and just check it out and keep them in business. But yeah, so apparently you're, these people aren't alone. Everybody has stopped. So they're, they're literally laying off employees in the hospital. And yeah. so I, I know, you know, I don't know about you, but when I envision the hospital, I envision like papers flying and people being wheeled everywhere and just panic. But I guess in actuality, it's not like that at all. And because nobody's going. Yeah. They've, they've isolated their treatment floors, right? So they mm -hmm. basically yeah. quarantined sections of the hospital and then the other parts are empty. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually had, um, Brian was riding his, uh, scooter without shoes, his bike, his bike, and he crashed it and his, um, pinky toe got caught, um, at, in like a it basically got road rashed, eaten off, and and like it ripped off the toenail and the whole top layer. It's about the size of a dime on the top of his. It ripped off all toe, the skin and all the toenail. Hey, you're not gonna like warn us. And before... he comes hobbling in, blood everywhere. I look down. I was losing it because I cannot handle the sight of blood. So Dave picks him up and takes him into the bathroom and starts dealing with it. But I was worried for about three or four days that it was going to get infected. And, um, I, we didn't take him in because this, now this was weeks ago. This is when we definitely had, there were definitely, um, probably more patients in the hospital. Um, and then the second one was Sophia, uh, came down with a massively itchy and awful full body rash that lasted for seven or eight days. And she had to end up, she, we did three telemed visits and she ended up on steroids. Um, and Why is she laughing? Hold on. She ended oh. up, she ended up on steroids and, um, some other medications in order to to help with uh, the rash. Uh, someone just commented that they work for an ER, and yep, there have been decreased visits, but an increase in the sex-related injury visits. Ooh. Shut up. That makes perfect sense, because people are definitely probably doing it more. What? You're bored? You're trying things out? What? I don't know. Like I don't... hanging from the ceiling fan. Now, I don't. 
I don't know that I actually want to know what their injuries. But that are. Was, well, who was uh, what's the the guy this uh, Bieber? They had a, a picture of him and his wife walking in some kind of uh, sex swing right before quarantine. Oh my! Shut up. Yeah. Hot. I don't even know what I'd do with a swing. Oh my gosh, I would love it. You'd fall asleep, Meredith. I don't yeah, have I any don't interest in a swing. Lay there and dangle. While dangle. Everybody else does the work. Everybody else. How many people are involved? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, but I what I can tell you, Kay Kaylin goes, they're doing butt stuff. That's where all the injuries are. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? The Seinfeld episode, um, Fusilli Jerry. Where he sits on the Fusilli statue of Jerry and he has to go to the proctologist to have it removed from his butt. The ass man. The ass man. The proctologist license plate was the ass man. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah. So had we've to- we've had a couple of, we've had several telemed visits to the doctor. Not gone in, but we've definitely had some visits. Um, and I am convinced that my kid had coronavirus because I've seen now that the... Uh, symptoms in uh, small and younger kids. Uh, one of them is a um, long lasting rash that itches and tingles and burns the skin. And she was complaining that her skin was on fire the entire time. And she did have a fever about a week before she got the rash. So, so would you guys not then have been exposed? Well, we would have all been exposed. And I actually think that I'm the one who brought it in from my last trip to L.A., and I think my daughter, do- I think my son got it. And then I think my daughter got it. And I think we probably all have the antibodies for it. So when they do open up for testing, we're going to go get antibody tested for it because I'm pretty sure that I have it. And the kids have had it. had it. I think we had it. I have a question. My husband told me today they found a, um, not antidote, <laughs> a, vaccine. a vaccine. They have, yeah, they're working on that. But- it's in human trials now, yes. So we're hoping to have it by um, end of the year because it takes a while for the trials. What I'm what? so confused. What do you mean? I don't know. My husband told me they had a vaccine and then you said they're opening stuff up next week. So I was like, oh, my gosh, it's coming to an end. But from but then you said it won't be till the end of the year. So it takes and then they. Some- they have a vaccine that they have been, there are probably eight or 12 vaccines and they're hoping one of those is going to show conclusive evidence that it will work. So they have to test all of them and get the data to figure it out. And it takes months, but they're, they're thinking that because they're fast tracking it, that they'll be able to get those to us by November, December so that we can start vaccinating people prior to the next time coronavirus crops up again, which would be in the winter months. Because that's when it cropped up last year. Right? Cropped up. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to today's parenting crap. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. I just realized on the first uh, section that we did there's been a boost in free range parenting. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what the whole thing was not taking our kids into the doctors for every scrape and scratch and this, that, and the other thing. No free range parenting, just letting your kids do whatever the hell they want. So now they're jumping off of furniture and flying across the living room. Well, we're all all tired. We've had enough. Yeah. We're all tired. 
Today's parenting crap is brought to you by Juggling the Jenkins. Um, yes, I would love to talk about how I had a shirt launch just today. Oh. Um, and I've got the other two shirts available. So the Be Present shirt, the Here to Make It Weird shirt, and now we have an introverted shirt available for sale on bonfire so it's www.bonfire.com slash store slash juggling hyphen the hyphen jink <laughs> i or can't wait just go to my website i can't wait to see the shirt i i would pull it up but i don't have a device that's free right now i'm using all of them that's okay you'll um, show it to be me around. on your phone i need this all right so <laughs> I thought this was a funny story to talk about, and I'm sure there are some some of our some of our listeners out there probably have had this happen. Maybe not to the extent that Amy Schumer has had it happen, but I'm sure there that there have been other issues. Uh, so Amy Schumer realized about a month after her son was born that there was a potential problem with what they had named their son, Jean who was born last May, originally had the middle name Adel in honor of Schumer's close friend and fellow stand-up comedian, comedian Dave Adel. Um, Adel was a great name. Attel. 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 Yes, thank you. Attel was a great name in its own right, but some people on the internet pointed out that Jean's first and middle name together sound like the word genital. <laughs> Jean Attel. That's why I was saying adult because genital together. Oh my gosh. Schumer didn't make the connection until like a month in. She said on an interview on the Howard Stern show, she said, you're new parents. You're just kind of tired and in ecstasy. But then she started <gasps> reading comments and she said some troll on the internet said, hey, um, your son's name sounds like genital and your husband's last name is, is Fisher. So it sounds like genital Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So she quickly had to change his name and she changed it to um a middle name to David, Jean David, still honoring her friend by using the first name. So it's Jean David Fisher. But this has probably happened to a lot of people because when you think about it, you're picking a name right? And it's hard to pick a kid's name. Like you're naming a freaking person. Like that's a lot of stress and responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. So Dave pulled some celebrity baby names that well, well, maybe... In, in picking names, one of the things that was really difficult is that we were both teachers. Yeah. So it's like, Jimmy, nope. Had him in third period. Nope. Yeah. Jennifer, nope. She was in fifth. Nope. If, if Matias was a girl, I wanted to name... Um, the baby Madison, but then I had a Madison that I was like, Oh hell no. Ah. And it was, he was a boy anyway, but, um, but yeah, so it is hard. It's tough to pick a name. So here are some celebrity baby names that people have. <gasps> I'm loving this in the comments. People are saying names that are like, um, my parents named my brother, Benjamin Drover. It never occurred to them that people, would, would call, call him, him Ben Drover. Like Ben Dover. Ben yeah. 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 That's so funny. Yeah. Anyway, so let's hear these celebrity, these crazy celebrity kids' names. 
Um, let's see. Radix is the son of Cameron Diaz and Benji Madden. <gasps> they have a kid together? Apparently, and his name is Radix. Gravity. Child of Lucy Blue Smith and Stormy Bree. Well, lucky, it looks lucky, like lucky, lucky. Sorry, on my page. Yeah. So with sorry. parents like Lucky and Stormy, <laughs> Gravity isn't that. You know what I no, mean? No, I don't know who those people are. Me either. Okay, but Gravity is a heavy name. <laughs> no. That was funny. Stop. Okay. Your weird hot breath ruined it. <laughs> um, is it Cal L? I thought Khalil, but I don't Khalil. know. Well, there's a hyphen. Yeah. How do you even say that? Nicholas Cage and Alice Kim. Cal- K-A-L hyphen E-L. E-L. I don't know. Luna Simone, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. I do love Luna. Hey, Vicky Perez has a Sophia Marie. Oh, we have a Sophia Marie. Uh, Pilot Inspector. I knew that one. That was Jason Lee and Beth Riegstraff. Lee reportedly chose the name Pilot after hearing a song. Pilot Inspector. They named their kid Pilot Inspector. That's cool. Sunday Molly. I like it. Mike Myers and Kelly Tisdale. I like Sunday as a name. I don't know. It's nice. Apollo Bowie Flynn. Kingston James McGregor. That sounds fancy. And Zuma Nesta Rock. Those are Gwen Stefani and Gavin Rosdale's kids. Cheating bastard. Zuma. It sounds like a Zumba class. Let's all go to the Zumba. No. Okay. Good one. Oh, Robert Rodriguez and Elizabeth Aveon, Rocket Racer, Rebel Rogue, and Rhiannon. Oh, wow. Wow. That's lots of R's. Sounds like a very intense household. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Blue Ivy, as we know, that's Beyonce's kids. Kanye and Kim Kim Kardashian is North Saint in Chicago. I feel like if you are the kid of a celebrity, like you're allowed to have a cool name, you know, because if you grow up to be a celebrity yourself, which happens sometimes, um, having a name like Poppy Honey Rosie isn't that outlandish. I like Poppy. I think it's adorable. The name. Yeah, Yeah. I do too. You recommended um, Calliope, didn't you? Calliope. Love the name. Okay, is that how you say it? Because I thought it was Calliope. No, it's Calliope. (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah, it's okay. On a live the other night, I had a woman named Madeline, and I called her Medolion. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm stupid, and I was so tired, and I was like, that's her name is not Medolion. That's Madeline, you moron. (laughs) That's hilarious. I don't know if I mentioned it, but there was a girl whose name was Desiree, and through the whole live, like over and over, I kept calling her Desire. Desire. The whole time. You desire her, yeah. Esmeralda. Great name. Great name. Ryan Gosling and Ava Menendez, kid. Love it. Frank Zappa was the founder of Wild Kids Names. Yeah. Moon Unit, Dweezil, and Diva Thin Muffin. (laughs) What? And (laughs) they're older. I'm pretty sure these kids are all grown now. I'm pretty sure. And so they've been around for a lot. I remember when I was a kid hearing their name. Why? What's with the thin muffin part? <laughs> hey, I wish I had a thin muffin. You know, yeah, I don't know what that even means. Laser Lee Lewis Pence. Diplo. Everybody, 
Diplo are, are we, Okay, so people are asking, are we going to make an announcement about the new thing going on with you on the podcast? Are we going to make an announcement? About what new yeah. thing? Yeah. Are we going to mention it? What's, Heartbreaking what's Crap the new is thing? brought to you by Meredith and Dave. Being oh. oh. Being what were you going to say? I didn't. I said it. Um, everybody keeps asking me, so I'm assuming you've told people on your page. Yes, it is. It is public knowledge that we are in fact moving. We are in the middle of attempting to purchase a home. Uh, we will be moving to St. Augustine, which is four hours northeast of here. But closer to Tiffany, <laughs> according to her drive, according to and, Tiffany, and the stories of her drives here. But but um, we will still continue to do the podcast. We will do it like this over the Zoom. Uh, we so we will still be bringing it to you each week, and then I will make trips down to Sarasota to record in person with Tiffany as often as we can, as well as I still have my eye on a 2021 Take It or Leave It podcast tour. No, you cannot go swimming. We're doing a podcast. Um, and I so know. So to answer your question, I am a strange combination of sad and happy, um, and devastated, and glad for them. Thank you. <laughs> I can't think about it without crying. Jordan says she buys you a couch, Tiffany, and then decides to move. Thank you, Jordan. Never once, maybe one time have I had. No, I haven't. I've never had the luxury. You've sat sat on on this couch. Yes, you have. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. One time. Once. We we did did one one. episode. I don't. Is that. Well, I know that we did one episode and a couch in your living room. And we did one here. We did one here. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. I'll pull the footage. Bitch, no, I, I will pull you. the footage. So I thought I was gonna send you a message when it happened. Did you hear about her her run in with the metal chair? And I'm pretty sure it was your stool. Oh yeah, tell me. So we have curtains instead of doors for the kids' closets, and for some reason she decided to try to smooth the curtain out. Like there was some schmutz on it, and I was trying to wipe it. It's off. like she was trying to smack a bat flying around the house or something, right? And she comes from all the way down the curtain and the metal chair was right behind it and it sounded like what I imagined the Liberty Bell sounded like when they when it cracked. <laughs> oh my She goodness. hit it so hard. I, I broke my finger, I'm pretty sure. I don't think you broke it. You a, a nice bone bruise. I I had it was black. It sounded like I I hit a bell with a hammer. It hurt. And Sophia is just laughing and I thought laughing. of I thought of you immediately as soon as I saw it was the chair. It was the I chair. I tried to tell you. It was the cast iron dangerous. chair. Trina says, give Tiffany the couch. Hell no, this couch comes with a new house. No, I don't even want that stupid couch. Uh, no. Take it with you, along with my heart. Oh, Tiffany, I love you so much, and I promise you that I will come to visit you in your It's not home. the same. Okay. I knew. Well, actually, we haven't visited her yet. We haven't been invited. No, we it, haven't no. been invited. And you won't. Oh. <laughs> I As soon as I bought this house, we were on lockdown. Literally. But um, it's fine. I just, I loved knowing that I was going to get to sit with a friend and talk every week. 
and knowing that that's never going to happen ever again. I feel like you're being a little dramatic with that never going to again happen stuff because we still are talking to each other. I'm physically looking at you right now. Look, Sophia, take it easy over there. Oh, it's not the same. You're being very dramatic, but um, this is why I don't like have friends. No, stop. We're still going to be friends. We're still friends. Are we? Yeah. Well, were we I ever? I feel like a real friend wouldn't leave. <gasps> Tiffany! I'm just, I'm just joking. You're laying you're laying it on thick. I, it's fine. They asked how I felt, and I feel betrayed. <gasps> Tiffany! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I am fine. Oh. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. What I can tell you is that I really do believe that we will um, come out of this whole lockdown pandemic thing and you and I are going to find a way to make a tour happen and we are going to tour it up in 2021. Yes. You know, I, I, I will say that the, the podcast was one of two big sticking points. Yeah, I know it was. And I I pushed it off for over a year because of it. Well, thank you. I'm so, honored. Do know that because it I is, do. Yeah. Friends since Legoland. Crystal said, we know when you became friends, <laughs> which was, which was several, which was several seasons into the podcast. Might I add, might I add. So thanks so I much. I have a fear of abandonment. I, I'm not abandoning so, you. I don't let anyone in. I, Okay. I'm not saying you. I'm saying in general in life. But it's and fine. the Oscar goes to I know. Tiffany Jenkins. I know. Daytime Emmy Award winner, <laughs> Tiffany Jenkins. Uh, all right. So Love and Marriage is brought to you by Meredith and Tiffany. Uh, please visit our podcast at www.podcasttakeitorleaveit.com for all things about the podcast <laughs> and listen to the podcast. And then tell your hey. friends to listen to the podcast. So uh, I didn't okay. really have a love and marriage... I couldn't really find anything and I felt like there wasn't much to talk about in that front. So we should have looked more into the uh, sex accidents in the ER. Apparently. But uh, I wanted to talk about the fact that U.S. states are beginning to reopen uh, by end of week. And most states have set a date of May 4th, which is Monday. Um, And the reason that I chose to talk about it in this section was, was because my husband and I disagree about the reopening of the states and 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 what we are going to do as like a family. So a, each state has a different protocol. So the only thing that I can definitively talk about is what I know of Florida. And that's that Florida will reopen on Monday. Um, and it is going, they're going to reopen restaurants to 25% capacity, all open public spaces with social distance rules applying. You do have to wear a mask when you leave your house. Um, but stores like a lot of retailers are going to reopen with a 25% capacity, right? Like your TJ Maxx, your Ross, your whatever at a 25% capacity, meaning they have to know how many people are in the store at all time and nobody else can come in if they're at 25%. So when somebody leaves, then you can go in and so on and so forth. And so I said to my husband, I was like, Hey, on Monday, since we're reopening, I'm going to go to Home Depot. And he was like, no, we can just order it online and they can deliver it. 
And I said, right, but they're saying that we can go out now. I have a face mask. I need sink cleaner and stovetop cleaner. I'm just going to run out and pick up those two things because they charge you to deliver to your house. And I can just go and get it. They're saying that it's it's reopened. And he's like, no, I think we should wait two more weeks and see what happens to all those fools who go out and start um, going into this, going into these places. And so it really has, um, it really has caused, uh, some conversations in our household. So I wanted to know how you felt and how you think Drew feels. Cause I know that you always say you have no idea what Drew is thinking, but, um, like, what are your thoughts on this? Will you go out to eat as a family because they're reopening restaurants at 25% capacity. I just found out today that they were doing that. So we haven't had time to really talk about it. Uh, I mean, I'm probably, I don't know, dude. This just gives me the worst anxiety. Like, I'm starting to sweat just thinking about it. Like, for a second, I'll have a glimmer of hope. Like, when you're like, they're reopening. And then it's like, oh, my gosh, things are getting back to normal. And then it's 25%. You have to wear a mask. Social distancing applies. And while it's, like, definitely better there's like a weird part of me that it just bums me out that this is our reality. And like, it's still not, and it like, who knows when and if things will ever go back to normal. I, I don't know why it just bummed me out so much just now. The wearing masks certain times of the year is a normal for several places in the, in the world, around the world. Like that's, that's not abnormal. When certain things flare up, people have to do that. So I think the the you talk about defining moments, right? I was just watching something on nine eleven. The country was never the same after that. We'll never be the same after this again. It's going to be different. My wow. thing is, it's opening up on Monday. What's different between Sunday and Monday? Between eleven fifty nine p.m. and twelve o one, what's the difference? Right. right. So we have had in our area, there have not been too many cases, which the way I look at it is there there are people that pretended like this wasn't even happening. I've seen people and talked to people and they're like, oh, this is all made up. This isn't even real. And yeah. there, that that lack of paying attention, I think, could lead to... Um, you know, anytime you have some sort of change, you always have a spike. It's implementation spike, right? Uh, a false, a false positive or a false negative. You'll have an implementation, and then things will level out. And I, I, I personally believe that I don't think it's going to be what it was before, but I think that there will be a small little spike in in things because everyone, people are going to think, oh, it's all over. We're done. We're cool. Nothing ever happened. I stayed home, and I didn't need to because nothing happened. And they're going to go out and people will start getting careless. And I just don't want to be part of it. And when I look at it, we don't really have to be part of it because there's nothing we need. Right. So why do it? Anyway, that's my two cents. That was, thank you. It's true. And uh, somebody asked how you're going to go out to eat with masks on. (laughs) Well, they They have a little flap. No, they're saying that they're spacing tables out enough that you're, I'm assuming the servers are going to be wearing masks 
and then you're, they're spacing tables out so that you're not six feet next to the, the closest table next to you. But I do, I, I'm, it, it, it becomes heavy when you start thinking about these things because no, things aren't going to be like they were. Um, I think it's going to take several months for us to find a, a rhythm and, and, and once we have a vaccine, then we can kind of move forward again. I do hope they bring back sports without spectators because I think that will give people something to look forward to, uh, sporting events, you know, whether it's baseball, football, friggin' I'd watch golf right now just to have a change of pace for something. Right. Like I think they're going to start doing those things without spectators and kind of piecing it in. But that's why I'm saying, I think, I think in six months, the world is going to look a whole lot different. I think we'll have a vaccine. I think we'll be more prepared and more ready to face these things. And I think we'll be getting back to that point of having larger gatherings, whether it's sporting events or, or concerts or a take it or leave it tour. And I do think that that's going to happen, but I think, I don't think we're six, we're six months from there. I'm interested to see how they're going to reopen schools. Somebody just said that their town was talking about not reopening in the fall. And I know that that's a, that people are thinking that I do. I have heard that they're going to do staggered starts at some schools where there will be kids who will go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then kids who go Tuesday, Thursday. I've heard that they're going to do online learning for half and then in class for half. I've heard, I've heard a million different things. Um, so I don't know until they make an announcement and come out and say, this is what we're going to do. But, um, you know, someone, someone is saying they refuse to live in fear. And, and I agree with that. And I, when I talk about things like this or, or share those types of opinions or make those decisions, I always think risk reward. It's, it's not necessarily just living in fear. It's, you know, if you have four bald tires is and and you're going to drive you have to drive down the interstate to go get an ice cream cone the risk reward four bald tires to get an ice cream cone or four bald tires to go to an emergency room well i'm gonna i'm gonna take it take the risk to go to the emergency room but if it's something i don't really need i'm not going to do it because it's i'm not just jeopardizing me i'm jeopardizing my family i that absolutely makes sense and i think that the struggle for me is that just we I took so many things for granted and I'm going through like stages, emotional stages throughout this, you know, realizations, denials, acceptance. And I, you know, I miss just like hanging out at somebody's house with a bunch of friends. I miss going and getting massages, <laughs> which sounds so bougie, but like once a month I would get a massage and it was just so great to just not worry and not stress and just, it's so stupid. I know it sounds stupid, it's but I miss stupid. You know, it's it's ev it's it's our creature comforts. It's our things that we enjoyed having. Uh it's you're right in every respect with what you were just saying. And and you can you can have those you can have that feeling of loss and it still be uh valued. And it's 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 but it is, it's hard, you know? It's the the entire thing is is hard. And sucks. And yeah. I want to go out. And that's why I try not, honestly, like I try not to talk about it because I, 
I have this out of sight, out of mind thing, and I just stay in my bubble, and I try to find something positive every day, and I just take it one day at a time. But when we start mm-hmm. talking about the future, it stresses me out, and it gets my anxiety going. <laughs> I just, I, the what if, the unknown, I love to be in control, and I can't be, and I, I know that, but it's not easy. Retweet that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Yeah. Agreed. And it is, I think that's, and, and of course we chose to move during a pandemic. So we've got that, that we're trying to also figure out and navigate because it's like, well, um, if all goes well and we do close on this house in a few weeks, we have to make a decision with when we're going to actually move all of our crap up there. And, um, can we hire a moving company? Yep. Because they're considered essential. Do I want to be in close proximity with these individuals? No, not right now. So I know that we probably want to wait two, three or four weeks before we hire the moving company and, and, and start making our way across the state. But at some point we do have to, we do have to go because our house is supposed to be up on the market today. So hopefully somebody buys our damn house. And hopefully we have to leave our house because somebody wants to buy it and move their stuff in it. So it's, you know, and the amount of stress that I'm holding right now on, on selling this house is probably the most stressed I've been in my life. Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm so worried about selling this house. Cause it's like, we can't afford to have two houses. We have to sell this house. Like it's a yeah. have to, it's not an, I want to, no, no, we have to sell this house. So I am stressed the F out about that. Which is why T- Tiffany diagnosed me before the show with um, <laughs> sleep paralysis, which I apparently have. And she's not wrong because she literally read the definition of it and it's what I have. So, yep. so yeah, that's where my stress, you know, I, I'm st- we're all stressed. Everybody is stressed, which is why I think people are having all these freakouts in public with each other. You know, I've been reading some of these awful things that people are screaming at each other in parking lots and screaming through drive through windows. And it's like everybody's on edge. But don't yell at the drive-thru girl because she gave you a Dr. Pepper instead of a Diet Coke. I watched this horrible video of this woman just screaming obscenities at this girl. And the girl was like, I'll get you a new one. And she's like, you're, you know, you've ruined everything. And it's like, not really, lady. It was a doctor. People have always been like that, though. I'll never understand it. Yeah. But it's because I've always worked in the service industry. Yeah, I agree. As a, as a waitress for years and years and years I have seen some awful awful things and the not tipping why do you think you get to go out to a restaurant and not tip people like why do you think that's okay oh my gosh tip freaking tip people do you know what waitresses and waiters make an hour I think I was 214 when I worked I made two dollars and 14 cents yeah you know how many times I never even got a paycheck like, cause it just, your taxes that you had to pay in was, was everything. And the yeah. only thing you were getting was the tips. Gosh, sorry. That's okay. Side note. It's, <laughs> it's a weird, weird time. And I think it's important to talk about how you're feeling. Um, because me and Meredith were talking about this before the show. Sometimes we feel guilty complaining because we are so blessed. And, you know, just because some people have it harder doesn't mean whatever you're going through is invalid. And I think it's important to mention that because, you know, I felt guilty today, even just like admitting that this conversation makes me anxious and feel weird. But the truth is it does. And I can't pretend like it doesn't. And I know that I'm blessed and I 
I'm fortunate that I get to continue working from home and I get to be with my family and things like that, but it doesn't negate the fear and worry that I experience incessantly regardless. Yeah. I think it circles back to what we were talking about before that, um, you don't really know what's going on, right? Like you, you don't know all of the things that are going on with people. So I think as always, the practice should just be, be kind, give people the benefit of the doubt, you know, don't jump down somebody's throat, relax. And that's hard to do when you're heightened with your anxiety, which I feel like every person on the planet literally right now is heightened with anxiety. So, uh, greed, agreed we got to end it on a high note what's some good news what's something I, I, you good? just had some great wisdom there huh you you were just dropping some great wisdom i thought that was the end truth bomb oh, okay sorry thank you no okay go. i have awesome. seen lots of wonderful things though i saw a um a couple who donated their entire or tipped their entire stimulus check to a restaurant and each of the waiters and waitresses got $100 each. Aww. I saw a man at a car wash who um I don't I I don't know the whole story, but they had $20,000 in a bag in their car and they went through a car wash and they were dumping trash and they dumped the $20,000 into the trash can, left the drive-through car wash. The attendant went over and found the found the money in the garbage can and returned it to the couple that had just left. So I don't know if they were trying to go to the bank to deposit money. I don't know why they had $20,000 in cash in their, in their car in a garbage bag, but they were reunited with it and obviously very grateful. Um, I saw a, uh, a senior class in Calgary uh, who set up a pre-recorded phone line system for people to call in to get a good message or a poem or a song or anything. They could just listen to it to brighten their day. So I've seen lots of good things. Listen, hear me out. Okay. Everybody here saying don't leave. And by everybody, I mean two people said it. But <laughs> I think, <laughs> I just had a great idea. Not for right now, but sometime this week, Meredith. Okay. You and I should go live together okay. and steal John Krasinski's idea and we'll each independently like look for good news that either is happening in our community or that we've seen online and just share some positive news with everybody and just hang out and talk about it. Deal. Do you want to? I'll do it. I guess we can talk about it later, but I just think that I think that would be so much fun. Yeah. We just need to pick a day and a time. Yeah. And we'll do it through the zoom like this. Ew. And did you purposefully, you know what? It's fine because you had all new moms on your town hall. So I see nobody else was coming again, but I just want to make it clear that I was not invited to everybody who asked why I didn't show up. Because you were on the first one. So I was inviting other people. Exactly. But everybody asked me why I wasn't. Why didn't you join her? Why didn't you show up? And I just wanted to be known that Meredith Horan didn't invite me and that it's not me. It's her. I was going to invite you again when the new guest that we think is going to be coming on that we both just Instagram chatted with was going to be on. So it was going to be you, me and her. Okay. But she hasn't replied yet. So if that person says, yes, they'll be on my town hall, you were going to get an invite to be in that one. Just the three of us. I would have shown up anyway. So I don't need your measly invite. Uh, to my show? <laughs> your show is my show. Okay. 
Your house is my house. Forever. Your couch is my couch. Your husband. No. Nope. <laughs> Dave said. Nope. Dave said yesterday that I'm getting old, and um, I think he's thinking about replacing me. Ah, uh, please. For a newer model. Yeah. No. Younger version. Way too much work. <laughs> I hope you signed a prenup. No. Or do I? I don't understand that. Is it don't sign it or do? I think you have to have something in order to have a prenup. And when we got married 17 years ago, I can guarantee you I didn't have nothing. Neither did he. Yeah, same. So halfway house. So <laughs> none of us saw any of this coming. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So look uh, look forward to some sort of a, a dual live with the two of us talking about good things. Yeah. Coming at you. I love it. Hot, fresh, and ready. Ew. Okay. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us and for listening to the podcast and downloading it. We're up to 84 million views, uh, downloads. So thank you for that. Um, we love you. Can you just lie like that? Is that legal? I do it all the time. Okay. But yeah, thanks for being here. Join us next week for another episode of Take It. Or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have, who have no idea. I did it! You paused. What? Yeah. One. I, how could I pause if I you, two, the last sentence was yours? Three. How could I pause? Who have no? I have no idea. One, two, three. Who have no? Who have no idea what? Are you asking me? <laughs> All right. One, two, three. Who have no idea what? No. I'm over it. I I did it perfectly four times. I'm not. You do it. One, two, three. Who have, have no, no idea, idea what both. we're doing. <laughs> have a great day, guys. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>